another year, another story from the dark side of the world of Pridea. A weary group of travelers, a storm is brewing. Can you feel it in your bones? <laughs> you all remember back in the mountains north of wolf's hold there was a uh, a prison break that took place where our uh, our original merry band of uh, adventurers uh, were able to break out and uh, escape during that escape there was also another group of adventurers that broke free a band of criminals who are now wandering the countryside uh, trying to figure out where they are so let's just go around real quick. Everybody, give me like the uh, the Cliff Notes version of your character. Human fighter, obviously criminal background. Uh, What's his, his name? His name is M Talon. Okay. M Talon. Yes. Uh, in his in his past life, as in like before he became a criminal, he hosted uh, a play, a weekly play where he talked about carpentry. But then okay. he became a criminal. An assassin, to be exact. My name is uh, Ertugo Montana. I'm the son of a blacksmith who was killed by the toughest boxer in the town. So I swore to learn the art of boxing. And it broke my jaw. That is why I talk with these accents. My name is Vertigo Montoya. I am looking for the seventh man. I was just Montana, but now I am Vertigo because I am someone busy. <laughs> Alright. Go ahead, Ray. So, his name is One-Eyed Lurd. He has one eye. During heists, he was usually the muscle, but he's not that smart of a guy. <laughs> and eventually, he got caught in the act of stealing something, and they threw him in jail. So, my name's Bob. Uh, my last group called me Barfingers for some reason. I think it's because I love popcorn so much, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> Bob, his entire life has sucked at everything he's ever done. He is a, he is like horrific at everything. So, he decided to become a criminal to try and earn money for himself, and he's taken up being a thief. And he sucks at it, like everything else. But it's the most recent thing he's been doing, so here he is. And his last group uh, failed in their heist because he couldn't pick a fucking lock. By the way, my dexterity is negative one. Okay. Uh, 
RJ, remind me of your character's name one more time. Im Talon, spelt I-M-T-A-L-L-E-N. Okay. So, this group of uh, unlikely companions have escaped the prison together, and after wandering the mountainside uh, outside of the prison for some time with no uh, real sense of direction, it is now uh, started to get dark and a storm front is blowing in. Uh, Suddenly, you hear a thunderous noise and a just an incredible rumbling sound, and then everything goes black. You then awaken uh, in the back of a cart that is rumbling towards a large castle. No. Oh, you're finally awake. Are we? Uh, <laughs> are we? Do we seem to be bound at all, or are we just sitting there freely? Uh, you're fairly free. Uh, no, we're getting Skyrim vibes here. Is there anybody else in the cart with us? Uh, is nope, this is driver? just the just the four of you. Uh, there is a driver who has his back to you. The castle looms. The uh, sky darkens. The lightning crashes. That's my narrator voice. Does it sound good, guys? It's not too bad by me. You, you should probably work on it a little bit. I don't know what story we are about, but you feel you must know. I mean, if you look around us, you'd see all the skies all dark and stuff, and, and then the lightning's crashing, and all the hallabaloo. My head hurts. My Our strange companions, we are wandering. How long have we known each other? I don't know, but we've all got some really weird accents. What's an accent? Alright, with that, the cart has arrived at the gate of the castle. You sit there for what feels like forever when a small man door in the gate opens up and out steps a skeleton wearing a long black coattail coat and a top hat. Oh, jeez! And he says, Welcome to the afterlife! Hello, my name is Mr. Rattles. Welcome to the afterlife! Who killed us? Wait, does does that mean we're dead? That is correct, sir. Oh, hold on, how could I, a great assassin such as me, be dead? He produces a large book from seemingly nowhere and flips through it. Where do you keep that in your keister? Ah, uh, yes, right here. Here it is. The four of you were struck by lightning and then crushed by a rock slide. Your souls were subsequently offered up to your various deities who declined. They thus went to auction and you were purchased by uh, Mr. Grimm. And now you are here. Uh, after the, of course, long and arduous process of stripping your flesh from your bones. That seems... Wait. What? And as you all look <laughs> down, and then at each other, you realize you have all been rendered into skeletons. Oh, oh, jeez! This isn't gonna go over well with my parents back home. now fallen over the companions, who realized what terrible danger they were in. I think I'm getting pretty good at that. Indeed, sir. What a glorious narration voice you have. Thanks. I have been working on it for about uh, ten minutes. Well, welcome to the afterlife. (laughs) 
We are happy to have you join the horde of the undead. Uh, step right in. Are there complimentary pretzel snacks? There's all kinds of things inside, including a bar you may want to check out. I find my father. Wouldn't the food just slide through my bones or... There's nothing holding it in, man. Not at all. As part of the process of stripping your flesh from your bones, you have also been given magical organs. Oh, jeez. What am I supposed to tell my parents to find it home? You won't be going home. Well, most likely. Wait, I gotta just try some here real quick. He's gonna take out one of his hand axes and, like, kind of hold it in a way so that, like, the... Uh, the bottom of the hand axe is up instead of, you know, down like normal. Sure. And then he's gonna just, like, ring it up and down his ribcage and see if it goes like a xylophone. <laughs> is that how he, is that how he we turns- We start dancing swoopy scary skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> it is very much like a, uh, like a xylophone. Hokey pokey, this is one swell. Holy cow. We are really. We're in for such a treat, guys. I can just feel it. We are really boned this episode. Okay, and with that, the doors swing open, and um, you are led into the castle. Inside is pretty fun looking, actually. Off to the left, there's a carnival with all kinds of carnival attractions and games to play. Uh, right up the center, there's the Gallows of Pain. You don't really want to go over there. And off to the right, there is a, uh, what looks to be a bar with a big sign over it that says the Dancing Bones. I mean, we're made of bones. I guess the best thing we can do for ourselves is get some jobs dancing. Carnival! Listen, I'm pretty parched. I think I'm gonna go hit up the old drinking hole. I'm with you, bud. Yes, uh, to the refreshments. Are all of you going to the bar? Or Lurch, are you going to check out the uh, carnival Lurch games? is going to the carnival. Okay. Well, I get the feeling we're going to have, like, a Tim McCurry-esque host coming down. And, yes. Like, yes. To a big musical number. Yes. There's be some good music in this wearing... episode. So, um... <laughs> Let's hear your best Tim Curry impression. Uh, Lur- Lur- How do you do, I? <laughs> so much, my wonderful carnival. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Alright, sorry. Alright, so Lurg uh, goes over to the carnival, he plays some games, and uh, after about 30 minutes, he rejoins you in the bar, uh, and he's got a, a big pink uh, unicorn that he wants. Where are you gonna stick that, bud? Does he also have, like, the thing where they, like, paint your face to look like a dog or something like that? Or, like, a cat or a deer? And do I have, like, a big thing, like, a comical thing of like cotton candy? A, a cotton candy, yeah! Yes, he's got all the trappings of a carnival. <laughs> carnival. Painted <laughs> face, cotton minutes. candy. It took you only 30 minutes. And a hat made out of balloons. <laughs> and a balloon hat, of course. Snowy, hard fire. You got all that in a span of 30 minutes. You must be one great carnival goer. No, it just seems like they were afraid of me or something. I, Why you look just like everybody else here? We're all just I see bones. Oh, just kind of like jiggles himself around to shake oh. the ball like rubber hose, <laughs> rubber hose animation. <laughs> yeah, this episode's gone nowhere. Anyway, so you all are sitting around, uh, you know, having a drink or two when um. Up walks a uh, another skeleton who appears to be uh, 
about five feet tall, and he pulls up a chair at your table and just says, Howdy, friends. Name's Boney Bob. Hey, we've got the same name. I'm Bob, too. Kind of on the nose there, or lack thereof. Did you just add the bunny when you got here, or was that before you died? I think you... If no, it, you know, just a uh, just a coincidence. What can I say? It's, uh, you were a, does that you mean, were kind of a kinky dude in life, huh? Does that mean you were boned in life? Boned in life, boned in death. What are you gonna do? Sounds like well, how's it, how's it going? My name's M. And what's going on? Anyways, listen up. I'm here. I'm more I'm sort of the uh, welcoming committee, I suppose you could say. I like to come in and. Uh, you know, no real official capacity, but just kind of tell people what's going on. Tell them what's up. So, uh, you all saw the carnival, and the bar, and the gallows of death, you know. And, and uh, so, but, you know, there's much more going on. You know, we got a, uh, we got a real nice homeowner's association around here, and, uh, you know, some things like that. Uh, neighborhood watch, too. There's a, uh, there's an office up over there where you can apply to get your soul back if you want. Uh, we got a swimming pool. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sit, take a step back. You say something about getting our soul back? Oh, yeah, I mean, you can try to apply. If you, uh, get selected, then, you know, Mr. Grimm will come and, uh, tap you with his old, uh, and he kind of just, like, pantomimes the, uh, like, the shape of a scythe. You know, his little thing, and just bop you on the head, and you're back. Those friendly <laughs> seemed an aura of danger seemed to surround the scenario. How's that, guys? I think I'm getting pretty good at this. That was pretty great. It, it simmers out a bit when you, uh, something on the end. Something on the end? The end of what? Yeah, it feels like you're, uh, trying too hard. And then when you come back in and talk in your normal voice, it's like a weird... You just kind of ruined the whole experience like that. Maybe you should talk in your announcer voice all the time. Breaking the fourth wall? What's the fourth wall? Where's the first wall? Anyways, I'll leave y'all to your conversation. Uh, you know, have a good one. And he starts to walk away and then turns around. Oh, hey, I almost forgot. Uh, right over down there in the center of town, there's a big old spooky mansion. Uh, that's Mr. Grimm's house. You don't want to go in there. Just, uh, you know, friendly advice. All right, bye. Is that where we could go to get our souls? No, there was, like, the place that you signed up there. You see the boat with the line out the door. We are wandering strange. But we all have this in go. Do we all want to, in a court, go get our souls? Sounds good to me. Nay, nay, nay. What? I got a giant. I got a big. I got a big. Oh, that's right. Stuff the unicorn. Oh yeah, I forgot about the unicorn. <laughs> well, I was actually just thinking about checking out the swimming pool he mentioned. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go apply for How my soul. How can I drown? I'm already dead. Both don't have muscles to swim. Listen, we matched the Oregon. <laughs> they already told us all that. I'm sure they make millions. Listen, go have fun in the pool. I'm going to go apply for my soul. And Bob starts heading for the application office or wherever. Not like there's anything bad going okay. on down here. We just chill. <laughs> I got to get back to my parents. They've got to be worried. I have many things left on them. 
Well, I'm just an assassin who didn't get much business, so don't really know why, but, you know, it's whatever. So I don't really have any reason to go back. Unless all the people you killed are down here ready to kick your ass. But in his mind, he really wanted to be a well-known, highly skilled assassin. Sorry, just kind of uh, trying it out with my inner mind. Do you have a split personality or something? Do you want to maybe try that in your character voice? Do you have a split personality or something? It's really creepy. No, I'm just trying out the voice, and I just was saying what came to mind, which had to be my innermost desire at that point. Anyways, swimming pool, here I come. What is everybody doing, then, after that discussion? I know swimming pool for M. Uh, Vertigo and Bob, you were going to uh, the office to apply? Yeah. Sir. And seeing as Lurd doesn't know anybody down here, he's going to follow the two guys and... Strength and numbers. Go go to apply for his soul. Okay. Everybody around here is bony. Might as well follow the two strangers that are something. Go, go, All right. Criminals. So you guys uh, start to head off towards that office. M, uh, you're on your way to the swimming pool. You get about halfway there when you're stopped by a large, stocky-looking skeleton who uh, holds up a hand <coughs> and says, Are you M. Talon? Of course I'm M. Who else would I be? He hands you a piece of parchment. You've been conscripted into the undead army. Report to the barracks by tomorrow morning. Okie dokie. And then he turns and walks away. Well, I just wanted to be a good assassin, not just another no-name soldier. I'm doing it later. Swimming pool, here I come. <laughs> All right, off to the swimming pool. Uh, so the three of you that went to the uh, the office, you go and you check in, and there's a very nice skeleton lady behind the counter who takes your, your names down and uh, tells you she'll be with you soon, gives you a number, and you go and sit down. And you sit. And sit and sit. And you notice that the number on your tickets, although you think it's going down, whenever you uh, look at the ticket, uh, it never seems to be your number. And so now you've been in this office actually for uh, about a week. And uh, your names have still not been called. The chairs are starting to get very uncomfortable on your bony butts. And Blue Oyster Cult's Don't Fear the Reaper has been playing on repeat the entire time. Wait, wait. Is, is Beetlejuice there? Do we see him? No, no, be- no Beetlejuice. He's not in line was, with us? I was getting a feeling of that line. Yeah. <laughs> no shrunken heads. Darn. Guys, this is, this is kind of taking a while. How long have we been here? Two hours? And if uh, we are in hell, I imagine the wait lines would be their own form of purgatory. It's a good point. I didn't think about that. What would we do? I was set to wait for an eternity. But I don't think I can wait that long. I assumed the moment that we had to wait for anything, it would be forever. Well, why don't we hit up that spooky castle? I mean, we could talk to the guy who runs this place. Go to go talk to a, go talk to the manager. You mean Grim's mansion over there? <laughs> okay. Should we, uh, leave our tickets on our seats, just in case we don't? 
Well, she can get married with sheet we're in, as long as we have the tickets with us. So just bring the tickets with us. So you guys have uh, now exited the office. M, what have you been doing? Did you report to the barracks? No. <laughs> like He's a- undead AWOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, after the... After he went swimming for a little bit, he actually went and decided to go get a ticket as well. So he was there. And he was just kind of like, hoping nobody come by looking for him <laughs> after the first day. Okay. So let's just... <laughs> <laughs> so okay so the rest of you did you know that M was there did, are you just like walking by him now on your way out they all look the same how am I supposed to know <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute if it's been a week and he was supposed to report in the morning <laughs> they done been yes. looking for it for a while he's a fugitive now <laughs> for a week yes for a week. dude we're passing him on the way out hey look it's it's M guys Hey, why do you three look familiar? Have I met you here before? There's no forgetting your voice. Hey, there's no forgetting your voice either there, Slimy. That's true. Not since we've been dead. Not since... Yeah, that's true. What's y'all fellas up to? (laughs) We're gonna go pay Grim a visit. Oh, the nice gentleman that runs the place. Yeah, we're gonna see if we can get our souls back from him. You're making no progress here. You know what? I think I'll join you. I've been starting to get worried that they might find me here. I got, uh, I got drafted. What sucks? Yeah, and I kind of have more better plans than that on the other side. So, uh, did you abandon the military? I can't abandon something I never been to. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. He's got good logic. I certainly hope they aren't after you. And I even ditched the paper in the pool. I let it get soggy and sink to the bottom. No one can read that sucker now. <laughs> so as you guys all step out of the uh, the office, now it'll be a, uh, before we get into the real uh, role-playing, and now it'll be a quick time to tell you guys some stuff here. The real role-playing. So, uh, first yeah. of all, uh, what is everybody's age? Uh, of your character. <laughs> if you don't know, Dude, you can make you it up. You don't know, well, now you know. We'll say 47. Okay. Oh, gee. 35. 18. 18. <laughs> okay. So then, RJ, you were the, you were the oldest. Okay. At least you're not hanging out with minus. <laughs> so, uh, RJ, Yo. as the oldest... You are getting a skeleton effect called Tired Old Bones. Ah. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> the oldest member of the party must roll after two rounds of combat. On a fail, they are too tired to continue and must sit down a turn. <laughs> Who's old man now, bitch? <laughs> oh, this is that, that's just even better. <laughs> I cannot wait for combat, for real. So you have to roll a d6. You have to get a three or higher. If you get a one or a two, then you have to sit down a turn. What is, uh, also, again, if you haven't written it down, I guess you'll have to make it up on the fly, but, uh, what is everybody's height? I'm 5'11". 7'2". What is it you would talk here? Okay. 5'11". So then, Bronson, (laughs) the shortest player has bad knees from years of jumping to grab things. 
When running or doing an athletics check, roll a D6. On a one or two, your knees break apart and you must walk on the nubs, having your <laughs> movement speed until you take a turn to fix them. Next question. How girthy are you guys? <laughs> Who's the, the fattest character has got to stop and drink a six-pack of cola to keep his energy up every two turns? Listen, is that a diabetic All right. joke? Because if it is, then I approve. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, Ash. Yes. Your character's effect is called Greasy Bone. <laughs> After every turn, you have to roll a d6. If you roll a 1 or a 2, whatever weapon you're holding goes flying 20 feet away. <laughs> I love it! In a random direction. <laughs> Butterfingers indeed. Uh, and Ray, your character's effect is called Flaming Skull. Each round of combat, you roll a d6. On a 1 or a 2, your skull bursts into flame, and you rush headlong towards the closest target with no regard for defense. Oh, that, that works! You're, just like, you're, the fucking you're a real okay, listen. You're a real hothead, aren't you? Your ace, when, when, when this is activated, your AC is lowered by 2 until your next turn when you re-roll now, the effect. Sorry, which ones do I roll and that thing goes flying? 1 or a 2? Uh, you roll a d6, and if you hit a 1 or a 2, then it goes flying. Okay. Alright. So you all have exited uh, this waiting room. I believe your intention was to try to go to Grimm's Mansion, correct? Yep. yep. So you head towards Grimm's Mansion. He lives uh, right near the center of town. It's a large, uh, gothic, you know, Dracula-looking kind of mansion surrounded by a large field that appears to be strewn with, like, tombstones Stones. and, like, just kind of various uh his, his house is crumbling by buildings a graveyard. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know about this guys. This is kinda spooky. It's kinda kitschy looking to me. We're all and spooky. What do you care? We're all dead anyway. If it follows the theme of this world. Yeah, yeah. It's right on point. I think I the should... cornfield would have looked a little bit better. Were you looking for children of the corn? Or the, or Who's Jeepers having creepers? children in corn? That's like Jeepers kind of Creepers. A weird thing. That guy's really Stephen King. Oh! <laughs> As you approach the gate to uh, get in, uh, you see that this gate uh, has a sign above it that uh, labels this place as the Boneyard. Um, that seems to be on the nose. And just as your hand touches the uh, the gate to push it open, you hear. Barking and snarling, and from out behind one of the buildings, uh, a pack of hellhounds appears. Good well, dog, we try. Good doggy, <laughs> nice doggy. Oh, jeez, roll me a bones. And it, so that bones. just means it's not gonna hurt. Dogs, you bite onto dog. your bone, and that's nothing. Except they could probably crack your bones. Oh, you big wolf. Extra bone to spare. No, but. Seems like these dogs got a bone to pick with us. Does the gate move? Like, is it locked or anything? Oh, it'll open if you want to open it. There, <laughs> it, it appears to be in good working order. So, who wants to distract the dogs while we waltz on in? Sounds like no, you're volunteering. Nose goes. We, uh, we don't have noses. We just have nose holes. And he sticks his yeah, what do you think? finger what do you the think? nose hole. What do you think Bob's doing? He stuck his finger in his, in his nose hole. As he, as he sticks his finger into his nose, we cut to a shot of the inside uh, where it looks like uh, the scene when Plankton goes into SpongeBob's brain. 
<laughs> Just a small little brain floating inside this big cavity inside of his head that his finger roots around in for a couple moments. <laughs> anyway. Oh, shit. That's good. Well, I guess since everybody's touching their nose, Lurg is like, What are you guys doing? I'm showing them how we don't have an actual nose just like nose holes. And he, like, wiggles his finger around inside of the skull. I believe they were saying the one who has a nose must go. And, uh, well, he's not among us. That seems pretty sauce. <laughs> oh God. God. So, does anyone have a plan, guys? Why don't we just rush them? We're making the feed of the tree. Sounds good. Bob's going to crack the gate open and shove him in. Wait, hold on. <laughs> okay, I guess do a strength check to see if you can shove him in. It's like the one thing I'm actually doing. I guess we'll do a contested strength check. Name you can roll, too. Oh. Just try to hold on to him and he'll fly 20 feet away. Right? <laughs> I hope she All right, let's see. Okay. 13 minus 1 is 12. I got a natural 20. Okay. You push him through the gate. Then I close the gate behind him. Okay, and you now have your back to the gate, and the dogs are snarling and moving closer. Listen, I said we all rush him, not shove him. You're suspicious. the one saying you're okay with your bones getting bit. Now start running. Why do I need to run? They're run, just you standing there. Run, you moron. They're approaching you. They're just... They're... You want, like, a treat, dog? You know what? Fine. I will... All I ever know, I was an assassin in my living life. hey yeah. And then he, like, draws out... Uh... <laughs> what is... Vanessa says you can use strength or dex, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. I will also just, since you forgot to ask, uh, there's eight of them. Oh, okay. Whatever. Uh, He's going to pull out a long sword and a hand axe. (laughs) Hey, yeah. Look at, look at cha cha. Yeah, we don't want to mess with this now, do you? Okay, they're now within five feet of you. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Uh, he's gonna just fucking bolt. Bolt where? Forward. Okay. Uh, as you bolt past, one of them is gonna make an attack on you. Uh, that's a 17 against Stacey. Yeah, that'll do her. Okay. Oh shit, we don't got no clerics, huh? Dude, we probably have no um, What's So he hits you for... Hang on. He hits you for 16 points of damage. Oh my... What? And <laughs> uh, as he hits you, he also uh, rips your right leg off. And the, bo- on, and the bones clatter to the ground. You are now hopping on one leg. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I'm still doing the math through tears. God, I haven't laughed that hard ever. 22. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm F-U-K-D fucked. <laughs> you are, uh, your <laughs> leg has been ripped off. You are now hopping on one leg. There is a ruined tower about 10 feet to your left. All right. 
otherwise, the mansion is still a good run away from where you are. Exit stage ruined tower. Okay. Go ahead and make a uh, an athletics check for me. Fortunately, I have proficiency in it, so that brings me plus one, so that's a 17. Okay. Yeah, you jump and grab onto the tower, able to pull yourself up just out of the reach of these uh, snarling hellhounds. As they're attacking him and chasing him to the tower, Bob's going to open the gate and make a run for it. Okay, make a stealth check. That's a 13. You are able to avoid the notice of most of them. However, uh, one of the dogs is attracted to you uh, running across, and it's going to start chasing you. Well, shit. Listen, this is no time to be chasing me. Go get him. You guys like to taste me bones already. I guess uh, (laughs) Larga decides to bolt on through also. Do I have to do a stealth check? Uh, yeah, do a stealth check. I'll have you know that bugbears are extra stealthy. There you go, bugbear. I thought you said you were a goblin. No, I'm a goblinoid, I'm a bugbear. 21. (laughs) You are, uh, you are very sneaky. You, uh, dive behind some tombstones, do a quick little, uh, trench crawl through part of the area, and, uh, because of all the chaos going on, you're able to slip through, and you are now, uh, standing next to the, uh, outside wall of the castle. Send your money! No, no, let him not get the leg up on me! He grabbed my leg! Um, Bob, as you're being chased by this hellhound still, are you gonna turn towards the hellhound, or are you gonna keep running? I suppose... How close am I am I to the castle thing? Not very. Oh, fuck me. Alright, I'm gonna whip around with my thorns. My two uh, short swords as it's charging at me, and I guess take a couple swings at it. Okay. Screaming my head off. Yeah! <laughs> Go ahead and uh, try to make an attack against this hellhound. Intimidating, I am not. Great. First one. Second one. Holy fuck. So, with the short swords, first one was 21. Okay. And the second one was a natural 20. Okay, so both hit. Okay. When do I have to roll to see if I keep hold on my weapons? Uh, after your attack. Okay. That could have gone better. Um, so yeah, eight piercing damage, and I hope I scared it. Was that total through both attacks? Wait, I lied. Uh, ten, sorry, total. Okay. And go ahead and roll uh, a d6 for both the swords you're holding. So you gotta roll They're twice. You gotta shit. I just rolled two twos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bye bye to those. Bob uh, swings both swords and uh, they connect. However, he then uh, loses them and they go flying off uh, into the distance back towards uh, where uh, M is up in the tower. Oh shit! That's like the third time this month. And, uh, the dog is now going to attack you. Uh, okay, so that is, um, a 10 against AC. Unfortunately, yes. My AC is 10. What? My dexterity is minus 1, dude, and I'm wearing leather armor. 
Okay, you're going to take uh, 16 points of damage, and uh, he is going to rip off your right arm at the elbow. Good doggy. Nice doggy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking good at all. However, he is now distracted and by the fact that he's got uh, your arm to play with. Is and, my arm independently moving by itself? Uh, no, it's just shaking around in his jaws. That's your good doggy. I'd like to start making my way toward the castle or more like not drawing its attention as it plays with my arm. Okay, I mean it's gonna notice if you leave, but like you can try you can make a break for it. Oh I'm bolting. Okay. I'm at at this point Vertigo is entering the gate and uh trying to uh sneak past trying to get past and he uh already tears off his left arm at four. <laughs> okay. Smart. Hey Oh, a fellow favor and grab his leg. Vertigo completely ignores. <laughs> okay. So you're just trying. Are you trying to sneak through? Is that the plan? Yep. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll a stealth roll. It's a seventeen. Uh, with a seventeen, because all of the other dogs are still so occupied, you are just able to sneak through. You um. Uh, you know, you draw some attention here or there, but it's enough that, like, if you sit still, they kind of go back to what they're doing, and, uh, you're able to make it through. Seven hellhounds want you. <laughs> have fun with that. Okay. So we now have Im, uh, up in the, uh, tower, and then Vertigo, Lurg, and Bob are, uh, right up next to the wall of the is castle. Is there a doorway or something? There is a doorway. Is it locked? Is well, it? go ahead and try the handle. Okay, Bob's going to try the handle. Okay. You uh, jiggle the handle, and it uh, opens fairly easily. This was easier than I thought it would be. Well, feel I'm, bad for him, though. I'm kind of host back here, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> we just going to leave him there? I mean, oh, wait, I have an idea. Hey, M, M, start taking your ribs apart and throwing them. They'll go after the bones. Uh, and as you yell at M, the dogs have now noticed that you're hiding right here next to the wall. Have fun with that pie! Bob's gonna rush into the door. Have <laughs> <laughs> the dogs started running towards them? Three of the dogs break off and start heading towards them. Vertigo and uh, Lurg, you guys going inside as well? Oh yeah, we yep. are inside. <laughs> All right. Heating inside. Screw that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... So, <laughs> door open inside. That four dogs surrounding the tower. Yes, there are still four dogs around. Emma. So, Emma's is going to like break off half of each of the like bottom four ribs. Okay, and just kind of like jiggle them so that the dogs can tell that there are just like loose bones there. And he's just gonna fucking eat them uh, in the complete opposite direction <laughs> of both his leg and the fucking wall. Okay, do a uh, strict tech. Fuck me. <laughs> now we're later. This is my favorite episode so far. Uh, that's a seven. Okay, you throw these bones. They don't go very far. They go far enough that you think that you could make it to the door without retrieving your leg. What happened to the other... Are the other dogs all... Are they all still outside? 
They're all still out there. They're God all cut. I mean, bless. they're not direct. The other dogs are not. Um, yeah, no, but to use all, it's me v a. Sure, to use the game <laughs> term, to use like a sort of a video game term, they're not aggroed on you. Yeah. Uh so you assessing the situation, you think that with the way the dogs have split, you could make it to the door without grabbing your leg, or alternately, you could try and go and grab your leg and go back to the tower. What about getting my leg and going to the wall? <laughs> like, you mean like back to the gate to get out? No, to no, go where the rest of where we are. are. If you grab your leg and then go to the gate where, or the doorway where they went in, you're going to have to face off against another dog. You're going to get attacked on the way. Cause you don't have time to do both. Hey, buddy, you want to grab my arm while you're No, fuck you! <laughs> Uh, that dog's I, chewing on that. I don't need him to distract I'm it. never getting that arm back. Um, Just go for the arm and then use it as a crutch. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I can't walk around and maneuver without a leg. <laughs> you can you can fight with one arm. Dude, you're going to well, die. So he's going to... If I may, yeah. you could try and put his arm in place of your leg. That's assuming my arm is where it's going. Yeah, but when going. we get back to the land of the living, how effed up would that be? Dude, we were crushed <laughs> by boulders and struck by lightning. I think we're going to get two bodies. All right, so his leg, or his arm, okay, which one is closer to, as in, like, get the appendage, get to the castle? Which one is going to be a shorter distance? Is it going to be Im's leg or... Fuck Slime's arm. <laughs> His arm is a shorter distance God, because he was closer lost. to the door when he was attacked. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess either way, I'd end up having a dog attack me. So he's gonna bolt for his leg. Okay. So are you gonna try to, uh, are you gonna grab the leg and keep going or are you gonna try to reattach it right there? Reattach? You know what? No, because the way he's going, he's gonna basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, let's use the leg to instead of hopping. Instead of just like you know, fucking pogo sticking over there on the one leg, he's gonna basically like three legged dog run over there using his arms. It's General fucking Grievous. Is all yeah, picture. basically. He's going okay. to General Grievous and like run on three appendages to kind of have more stability and speed to get to the leg faster, and then he's just going to like fucking put the leg in his mouth and bolt for the castle. You know, okay. The dogs. So, first off, let's have you do an athletics check. <laughs> Why can't I be doing acrobatics? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a seven. <laughs> okay. Actually, yes, let's actually also have you do an acrobatics check. We're yeah, going to get out here. of the way of the dog killing me. Oh, boy. Uh, that's a solid seven as well. <laughs> okay. Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather, and we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast, a show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. 
And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon. Hey everybody, RJ here. Hope you have a safe and happy Halloween this year. Thanks for checking out our 2020 Halloween special, Can You Feel It in Your Bones? First off, I'd like to apologize for the buzzing noise underlying much of the dialogue audio in this episode, which you may have noticed. I'm not sure what caused it, as we've never had that problem before on the show that I'm aware of. I tried my very best to remove it, but as is the case with most of audio editing, it is far easier to add additional audio than it is to remove unintentional audio. Regardless, I still hope you enjoy this episode. As usual, if you like what you hear and may know someone else that may also like the podcast, we highly recommend sharing it with them. There's a nice link that we've got now for sharing the podcast, which allows the person that opens the link to choose from several popular podcast apps and websites. The link for that is in the episode description, as well as on our social media pages. Speaking of social media, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all with the username RealmsNerds, all one word, no spaces or underscores or anything like that. And we also have a Discord group for all of our homebrew entertainment projects, which is linked in the episode description as well. Similarly, if you make a post on any social media about our podcast, we urge you to please use the hashtag RealmsNerds, spelt the same way as our social media handle. If you enjoy our Halloween specials, we have three more episodes in our backlog. The Terror from Elmwood Cemetery episode from last year, which is production-wise, in my opinion, one of our best episodes to date. And the two-part special from 2018. Don't forget to also check out the podcasts that are promoted in this episode, the links for which are also in the episode description. Thank you to our friend Kyle for composing our main theme... Thank you to all of you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. I'll talk to you all again when our next episode, The Return of Ornan 24, comes out. And until then, keep on being awesome and enjoy the rest of Realms and Nerds Halloween 2020. Can you feel it in your bones? Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parley Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points are our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So you hop down from the tower with a little bit of difficulty and sort of do this uh, horrifying two arms and a leg gallop over to your leg. And as you uh, scoop this thing up and put it into your mouth, uh, you turn and you are face to face with a hellhound. Its eyes literally inches from yours. So that's not a normal dog, right? Fucking stutter on fire with <laughs> 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 Just T-pose. <laughs>
His T-pose would be especially effective, because he only has one leg. <laughs> Looks more like a T now. Like, maybe I can just fucking gut it out with a rapier right through the mouth into its body. Okay. I'll do that. Thirteen? That's not gonna do it. I didn't anticipate getting fucking left out here with eight hellhounds when I got decided on a negative one strength for for jokes. I'm a negative one for dexterity. I'm a rope, dude. Okay. Um, He's just gonna bolt at that point. <laughs> okay. So your sword uh, goes forward. You attempt to skewer the dog like right through the mouth, but it just closes its mouth and it, uh, the sword just bounces off of its teeth. <laughs> well, adios, amigo! <laughs> and it's gonna like Put the sword away and fucking yeet out of there towards the castle <laughs> okay. as fast as his bony limbs can limbs. take him. <laughs> the I'm dog is mauled. The dog is going to attempt to make an attack roll against you. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> a moment of silence, please. Uh, that's an unnatural twenty. Yeah, no, yep, yep, that'll do her. Okay. That's 15 points of damage. And uh, as he snaps at you, he is going to rip off your right arm. Oh, buddy, that ain't very nice of you. Uh, now, I need you to do an acrobatics check for me. Uh, 15. All right. Somehow, some way... <laughs> M is able to use his one remaining arm and his one attached leg and hold the unattached leg in his mouth <laughs> and use those three appendages to hobble his way along uh, and smash through the door into the uh, castle. On his way, does he pass the other arm? He is going to pass the other arm. Dude. I'd like to try and snatch it on my way. <laughs> With what appendage? Hey, M. <laughs> yeah. Can you do a dexterity check for me? Ha, diggity damn, here we go. That's a nat 20, boy. As M is Get running shit. along in this horrifying fashion, <laughs> he uses the leg that is in his mouth to kick the arm that is on the ground. And the entire bony amalgamation rolls through the door, two <laughs> limbs unattached, flying freely with him, and he <laughs> slides through and shuts the door behind well, him. Well, before he can do anything, Bob's going to try and pick his arm up. Oh, fuck, how do you know that's your arm, bitch? You have two lefts. Okay, but I don't know if you'd be able to admit... No, 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 One's a, a, it's a leg and Bob, an arm. do a perception check for me, we'll see if you can tell that this is your arm. That's an 11? You have your suspicions, but you're not sure that this is actually your arm. Can I still pick it up, though? You can pick it up if you want to. I'd, I'd like to investigate the arm to make sure it's mine. Okay. Like, I have you, a sneaking suspicion. You have time sure. to react as he's starting to pick this arm up. Hey, buddy, put, put a fellow's appendage down, will ya? Who's to say this is your appendage? Maybe you picked mine up on the way over here. I mean, look at you. I you're mean, missing I two pieces. Did, but you're the one that shoved me in the gate and had me kind of fucked over. Is your this, hair's fair, buddy. This is kind of weird. Listen. I'm an assassin. I require the use of both of my arms to operate my weapons. And fucking Fido's out there using one of mine as a chew toy. And you're the reason why. So fair's fair. 
Give me that fucking arm, brother. <laughs> Bob's not going to give it to him. Now that he's told him that it's his arm, he's going to try Peter to pop it back on. and yelled to grab mine. Well, here. And with that, Vertigo throws him his left arm and says, I'm not left-handed anyway. Are you ambidextrous, bud? Well, I trained ambidextrous, but I only need my right arm. I think most fellows only ever need their right arm. But thanks, fella. Well, apparently you need both your arms. All right. And he, like, kind of sticks it there. So now I guess he's just got, like, half an arm. <laughs> All right. He's got a nub. <laughs> so I'm, I'm missing, uh... Basically, you're missing from the radius. elbow to the tip of the finger. And I've got that Yeah, there. you've got this. Oh, yeah. here. So I have a question as the DM. You've Bob... you got the radius and ulna at your shoulder. Yes. <laughs> Bob, do you have any weapons left? I Yes, actually, I do. I have two daggers. Okay. Wow. I'm not... Fucking amazing. I was just wondering, I mean, hey, since you lost both your swords and didn't go get them, if you had anything uh, left. I lost an arm out there. I'm not going back out for some fucking swords. I'll eh, be fine. You know what, bud? Having kind of half an arm is kind of weird. I appreciate I appreciate the thought. And he tosses him back the arm. He, like, unhooks un- it from his body and tosses it back to him. I'll just solo it for now. And then I'll get my other arm back, and I'm fucking coming after you when we get back to life and bring you back listen, to here. Listen, if we find any more skeletons, I'll pop one of their arms off for you. How's that sound? That's a great idea. I didn't think about that. We could kill a motherfucker and then I'll steal one of his arms. Please don't make me laugh. I'll rip them off for ya. Alright, gents. It seems we're all <laughs> friends again. Let's go. So, uh, Bob would like to do a perception check of the, uh, entryway that we're in. Okay. That's a ten. From what you can tell, this entryway seems pretty immaculate. It's actually fairly well lit, uh, even though the outside of the castle appears to be dark and gloomy. The inside is, you know, quite a bit of lighting in in it, uh, nice carpeting on the floors, and, uh, you know, just like a nice, uh, table with a with a vase of flowers. This guy seems a little pretentious, but I mean, I guess he does own the Underworld show. At least this place in the Underworld. He has nice decor. Yeah, he's a pretty, pretty neat pad. Uh, are you gonna guys gonna proceed farther in? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. As you exit the entryway, you come out into a slightly larger room that has two staircases, one leading to the left, one leading to the right, and a set of double doors directly in front of you. Hey, guys, you know what? I think a great idea would be to split up and try each entryway. That way we can find this guy faster. Listen, last time we split up and lost a fucking arm. I don't think we should be doing that again. Huh? Lord just pushes through the double doors and continues walking oh forward. God. I'm going with him. You should all follow suit unless you want him to die. Where else would you go? I don't know. I was thinking maybe go upstairs or something. He's got to have a bedroom or something or a study. Maybe he's just taking a power nap or something. I mean, he's got all eternity, so it doesn't matter how long he sleeps. Boy, that sounds pretty nice, actually. But you know what? I'd like to get back to killing fools. Bob's gonna, um, head for the right staircase, I guess, because he wants to explore. I'm gonna go this way. Do whatever you want. Even though I have three HP left. Okay. 
Let me just break off with only three HP. So you went up the right staircase? Yes. Okay. By the way, his intelligence is also minus one. So. <laughs> He's not the brightest ball in the box. And then there were three. You hear that, fellow? And then there were three. <laughs> the three? It echoes through the staircase. So is everybody else up. going through the, uh, the, the doors then? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So the three of the you that go through the center doors, you uh, end up winding through a successive number of a few just different rooms, like seating rooms, a, a, like a library, a lounge, just, you know, a couple things like that. And then you kind of dead end into a kitchen room uh, that doesn't seem to take you anywhere. Lurg immediately opens the fridge and starts ransacking it. Okay. Emma's gonna examine all the cutlery. Actually, the only thing that's in the fridge is uh, some leftover pizza. Lurg, uh, smashes it. Yeah, it's it's deep dish. It's pretty good. You guys want some? It's pretty good. I'll take some pizza. It's got pepperoni on it. It's got got pineapple on it. I'll rip your fucking arms off. He can't blaspheme anyone. I'm just asking what's on the pizza, bud. What's on the pizza? Oh, perception. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to perceive what's on the pizza. It's a pizza. That's all you can tell. Nat 20. There's a regular on that pizza. The cheese. 12. (laughs) You can see the bacteria. Imported from Italy. With a 12, you can tell this pizza has... Pepperoni, ham, sausage, and green peppers. Here. You get a piece, you get a piece, and I get the rest. Sounds good to me, but I mean, I'm not especially hungry being, you know, dead. But pizza tastes pretty good. Listen. Here's a thought I had. That guy said we had magical organs. Does that mean, like, the other end is operational? Like the food on its way out? Are you asking if they're able to take a shit? That's exactly what I'm asking, brother. But we're eating, so I thought I'd keep it kind of, you know, more Have you, uh, noticed any bathrooms since we've entered Purgatory? No, but I'm going to look for one now. <laughs> Actually, not really. We shouldn't split up. It's Unless all... you guys want to look for a bathroom. It's all mental. If you don't think you have to poop. Just take a shit on, shit on the floor. Just shit, <laughs> shit in there, sick. <laughs> Anyways, um, Emma's gonna go back at looking at the different cutlery they've got here in the kitchen, just you know, because he's interested in that kind of stuff. Okay, they have some really great cutlery, actually. It's nice. it's all Japanese steel. Yo, what's Japanese? <laughs> It's the re- the really sweet uh, fol- folded steel where you can see the lines on it. It's pretty awesome. It's the it's the fantasy idea version of Japanese steel. Got you. Yeah, this is pretty good cutlery. He's got pretty small stuff here. He's gonna put the cutlery back now. All right, we should go back and looking for uh, Mister Grimm. What's his name? Right. Uh, I I guess so. Yeah, the the fellow with the uh, the swoopy swoopy thing that the guy did the pantomime out back at the bar. Wonder how he's doing. Alright, so just remember that he still has the balloon hat on and the face paint is still <laughs> carrying around the unicorn. Yes. <laughs> I, I did lose the unicorn. I forgot you had that shit still. 
Well, we should go find him to see about getting back our ever-loving souls. Indeed. I don't think we have much more time to waste, even though we seem to have an eternity. I said, like I said, I think we have all the time in the underworld. So they walk out of there and they go back to the hallway. I wonder how fast Bob got killed. Re-killed? How does it even (laughs) look in here? I'm re-dead. Extra-killed? Sent to the under-underworld? So, Bob. Go ahead and roll a investigation check for me. That's a critical fail. Okay. So, Bob, after finding your way through a few various doorways, you turn a corner and uh, come face-to-face with a large minotaur skeleton who is holding an axe. He... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jace seemed again. He's gonna, he, he's gonna walk back around the corner he just came from. And, uh, uh, as you attempt to walk back around the corner, the Minotaur goes <laughs> and swings his axe and connects with you, uh, shattering you into all of your individual bones as you fly back through the doorway that you came through. The door slams behind you, and you are left as a pile of bones uh, laying in the hallway. Well, this is, uh, this is a little bit of a predicament. Not exactly sure what I'm going to do now. He tries to will his... Hold on, if it's all... Is there, are you thinking this? Because if it's all individual bones, it means your jawbone is separated from the rest of your skull, meaning you can't talk. Uh, yeah, it's all individual bones. And I guess just to make things spicy, why don't you do a dust saving roll for me, too? Just to make things right, spicy. Different die. That's a three. Okay, That's closer to death. Well, I guess we're. Well, we walked through the door and we see a pile of bones. Wait, are, did you go upstairs okay. again? No. So the the other three companions, uh, you have now backtracked uh, and are back in that sort of main area. I kind of wish there was more of that pizza. Honestly, yeah, the pizza was pretty good. Not gonna lie, it's the best thing I've eaten since I got here. And again, I think it's the only thing I've eaten since I got here. Maybe I should have hit up the carnival. Now, let's find the one door that nobody went through. Yeah, we're going to go up the other staircase. Okay, so you're going up to the left? Yes. Okay, is everybody else going with him, or what are you doing? All right, so you all head up to the left. You dig around for a while. At the end of this sort of, like, winding hallway, you find a well-appointed smoking room with a case of cigars. Pokey, pokey. This been a mite long since I had a good smoke. I might join you. Yeah, well, I mean, these aren't mine, and a gentleman doesn't steal an other man's cigar. Unless they're here for public use, but I ain't seen nothing about that as so far. The cigars. Well, why un- else would they be out? Because the person that was using them left them there. On the top of the box, it actually says "Public Use Cigar Company." Pokey, pokey! Look at that. It's <laughs> <laughs> where the DM really pu- wants you to use this. It's a public use cigar. I wonder if that other fellow would um, like a cigar too. Can I do a perception check on the like? Can I pick up a cigar and do a perception check on the smell of the cigar? Sure, go ahead. See if it smells funky. Five. It is a cigar. It looks to be darker in color. Uh, I I don't know about these guys. 
They look kind of weird to me. Listen, if we're gonna get fucking smoking, we should probably get the other dude here to join us. So that way, you know, be all friendly-like. Take a nice break and then go find the grim fella after a nice smoke. Next to the night may always be your last in my line of work. Why else would I turn down a cigar? Okay, so I guess Lurg sticks a cigar and where instead of sticking it behind his ear, he sticks it in his ear hole and walks back out the door to try to find Bob. M's just gonna put one of the cigars into his bag of equipment. Okay. And then also head back out to go find uh, Bob. Vertigo, are you joining them? Yeah. Okay, so you all uh, head back out and you're now in the uh, the main area again. I assume now you're going up the right staircase? Yeah. Okay. Uh, will one of you do an investigation roll for me? That's a 21. Okay. With a little bit of investigating, you uh, come around the corner and you find Bob's pile of bones. Ah, oh, dear me. A friend of ours has fallen. What? What you tell? Oh! Oh, gosh! <laughs> Look at you, brother! You're all over the place! You're even falling apart! Anybody got a broom? We could sweep them up and put them in a bag. And... Put them back together like a jigsaw puzzle. Lurk starts grabbing up as many pieces of bone. <laughs> are, you fucking, are you fucking Chewbacca or some shit? <laughs> Good reference. I wasn't even thinking that at all. <laughs> and he tries to scoop up as many pieces as he can and starts, like, seeing... Can I do, like, a medicine check to see if I know? <laughs> you absolutely can do a medicine check. I'm I glad think, you asked. Look, listen, just, connected just to go find Scully bone. from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He'll be able to put me back together. Oh, that's an 18, so... Okay, yeah. yeah, you have a surprising knowledge of anatomy, and you are able to reassemble Bob. Question is, is Bob still doing death-saving throws, or...? No, Bob is uh, back in the land of the... Skeletal living. Okay, <laughs> what do I do for HP game-wise? We'll say uh, he's because of how he rolled. You're able to come back with half your HP. <laughs> oh, jeez, that was the most uncomfortable thing I think I've ever experienced. Ugh. Something was so terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah, you were you were a bit all over the place, there, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome. Indeed, you were separated much further than any. Couple pieces short of a jigsaw if you catch my drift. Please don't. Don't punch hurt my brain, and I mean... What shirt's worse? The pods are falling apart. Probably the falling apart. That was that was pretty painful. Don't go... There, see that door over there? At the end of the hallway? Yeah. There's a big minotaur skeleton with a giant fucking axe. We were it's, heading that way. It's... It's pretty gruesome. He Listen, took one swing and he knocked me into pieces. Chill out there, brother. We're, we're heading back for a good old smoke. Oh, smoke? Yeah. Oh. I could use your smoke right All now. Right. I tell you what. When, when you've been nothing but pieces and get put, get put back together, you need a smoke after that. Yeah, good smoke's good for you, don't you know? It's like you're playing a more nerdy Rick Moranis. <laughs> 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 you're welcome. <laughs> 
So you all backtrack uh, to the smoking room, light up some cigars, and uh, spend about an hour having a nice smoke. Does this uh, constitute as a long or short rest? Well, the combination of the uh, time spent with friends and the uh, the cigar buzz that you're getting is going to bump everybody back up to full HP. Say, we, we have all of eternity, so... And it's actually very comical uh, because of your uh, anatomical structure. As you're uh, puffing <gasps> on these cigars, you got smoke coming out your eye sockets <laughs> and all fun stuff off like that. My butt, look, listen, you don't have a butt. Out of the hole, the smoke was out of the hole. What hole? The whole structure. The entire team. You know, the old butthole bone. <laughs> wait, 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 we have magical organs. Can we just, like, see the smoke going around inside of us or something? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> cool. They circle around and only exit through what could only be an age. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see the magical organ hole. I told you we had a rectum, fellas. That only means that you had something wrong with you. Oh, God. So, smoke. sat down for about an hour, hour and a half, smoked these nice uh, stogies. They're very nice. Full flavor. Was there some, uh, was there some whiskey there, too? This is a smoke. Usually, listen, you, listen. Cigar, yeah, like, they usually, there's usually whiskey to go with the cigars. At least from my understanding. I've never fucking been to one of them things. Ash, I can actually tell you, as I think back on it, I don't think I've ever done one without the other. So, you've now had your smoke, had a good time chilling out in Grimm's house. What are we doing now? I guess we're going to go fight the Minotaur. Wait, was this a dead end room, or was there more to explore past here? That's what I was going to ask. This was a dead end, yes. Okay. Then the only room that appears to continue onward is the room of Minotaur. Let's go break his legs off and make him know how it feels. Well, fellas, this looks like it doesn't really go anywhere as much as I'd like to just chill here for a good long while longer. We could either go ransack the kitchen, except we already did that, or we could go invite Mr. Minotaur. Wait, what? We spent Wouldn't a week in a waiting room. Me? Why can't we spend a week smoking? Listen, I'm actually <laughs> kind of down for that, brother, but I don't know if there are, are there enough, enough cigars. cigars for this. Pretty sure I only saw like one or two cigars left in the whole dang box. Lurk takes both of the cigars out of his nose holes and are both of the butts out of his nose holes and puts them in the ashtray and goes, We should probably get going before he finds us. Listen, who knows how long we've been down here? We could come back to life, and we'll be alive like fucking 500 years later. So the sooner we get going, the less likely it'll be that we'll be meeting our great, 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 Oh, shut up, all right, we get it. Let's go, let's go. And Bob starts heading back to where the Minotaur is. Hopefully with companions. So you're all heading back to the Minotaur? Yep. Okay. You all uh, burst through this door and come face-to-face with this skeletal minotaur. And uh, I guess for the first time this uh, session, let's roll some initiative, boys. Let's roll let's some bones. <laughs> Pop your fingers off and roll them. Uh, three, four. Hey, fellow, look. 
You got something coming for you for beating up on our friend here. So we're here to teach you a lesson and some manners. Oh my god, I just realized something. We can rip his arm off and give it to you. Exactly, brother. Uh, Em, what did you get? Uh, I got a... <laughs> the oversized Minotaur arm. It's gonna be... It's gonna be hanging down by... I got a three, uh, and I'm gonna be going before Bob because my initiative is zero. It has oh. negative one. Vertigo, what'd you get? That's him. Somebody here who is actually partially competent. <laughs> Alright. So first up is going to be the Skeletal Minotaur. Because he rolled a 17, and he's way better than you. Yeah, I should probably. Listen, boy, that's just a matter of opinion. My buddy's buddy told me the other day. Uh, and he's going to wordlessly advance towards you, and uh, he's going to take a swing at Lurg. Um, that is a 13 against AC. Nah, bro. Okay. He misses. Apparently he's good at initiative, bad at attacking. Vertigo, you're up. Vertigo, uh... Advances forward with his rapier and uh, attempts an attack. That's an 18. That will hit. That's uh, 17 piercing damage. You uh, take a good chunk out of this minotaur. Uh, he's got a couple bones falling off him at this point. Uh, Lurg, you're up. Hey, buddy. That wasn't very nice. And he's going to take out his great club and try to sweep the leg. Oh, hell yeah. Fifteen? Fifteen will hit. Nine damage. You also smack a good blow on this minotaur. Im, you're up. He's going to take out his long sword and try to attack now, Lucy, I might not be the strongest guy ever, which is kind of sucky in my line of work, but I might still be able to do some good stuff, bud. Nat 20. Okay. Question. Do I, or do I not, get, um, so, the longsword is versatile? If you use it two-handed. Uh, if it's two-handed, it's 1 to 10, but I can literally not do it two-handed. Does that mean I cannot get the 1 to 10, or? Correct. Okay. Well, fuck. Well, he like a bitch. <clears throat> he still got a nat 20, dude. Well, sorry that somebody decided to throw me into a gate. Listen, it worked, didn't it? Almost no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 11 slashing damage. Okay. You deal more damage to this mentor, and he is not looking good at all. Bob, you're up. Okay, Bob's going to whip out his two daggers, which is all he's got left now. And he, he's going to um, run at the Minotaur and attack. Specifically, he's going to be swinging at the joint of its uh, left leg, trying to rip the leg off with his attack. Okay. Go ahead and roll your attack. What the fuck? <laughs> I just rolled two critical fails. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Uh, those are going to miss. And then I also need you to roll Why? two d6s to see if you can hang onto your daggers. Why is oh. my luck this bad? How is my luck this bad? Five and a four, so he doesn't lose the daggers. Okay. But he whiffs. You did indeed whiff, uh, quite stupendously. Oh my god. Listen, if you made your attack, buddy, this guy'd be dead, and we wouldn't have to worry about getting fucking hit again. Oh no! Alright. 
The Minotaur, after being attacked by you, is going to back up a few feet and then charge forward and attempt to do a gore attack against you. You being me, I assume? Uh, yes. You, uh, you... <laughs> You being you. Wascally wild are you? <laughs> but no. I'm not, I'm not you, but no. I'm you. You, you, be, you being uh, Bob. The, I, should, I guess I should have clarified. But yes, the, the last one who attacked him being Bob. He's, he's going to try to do a gore attack against you. Okay. Uh, that is a 25. <laughs> no, that doesn't hit an AC of 10. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm just picturing Bob exploding into all his pieces again. I'm just thinking like him hooking onto your bone and just like... Locomotive fucking down the hall. Full steam ahead, bud. Uh, he hits you for 23 points of damage. Well, I'm officially blown to pieces again. And you are splattered into all of your individual bones, all 200 and some <laughs> odd of them. 200. Well, it's just not well, your day, I, bud. I don't know if he's a human or not. I yes. am human, actually. Are you human? <laughs> okay, all two hundred and seven then. Yeah. Lurg, Lurg growls like a Wookiee again. <laughs> <laughs> Is he gonna do the head charge? And uh, <laughs> and Bob, you are you are splattered. Not only are you reduced to bone, but you are scattered all over the room again. Uh, and we are back up to Vertigo. Yes, he was yes, at the top of the order. Attack. That was his attack, was okay. splattering and Bob. I'm attacking the Minotaur. Okay. And that's a... Uh, that will definitely hit him. For 11 more damage. I want to see a cartoon of uh, <laughs> Yeah. This uh, skeletal Minotaur is looking very unsteady. He's got m- even more bones falling off of his structure, and he's uh, wobbling around a little bit. Lurg, you're up. Uh, and I forgot last turn, but you need to roll a d6 before you attack. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's a four. Okay, you're, uh, you're safe. So I'm going to punch that Minotaur... Right in his dang gone face. Okay, I guess uh, make an unarmed strike then. That hits. With a monk, is it 1d6 for unarmed strike, or is it... It's 1d6. Until you hit a certain level. Until you hit a certain level. Then you gotta flip a coin and stick. That's 10. Okay, you hit him with an unarmed strike. Uh, however, because you are a skeleton, when your fist connects with him, your hand explodes and all of the bones of your hand go flying. Damn. Didn't see that coming. I don't think anybody saw that coming, bud. Especially the Minotaur. <laughs> Im, you're up. This Minotaur is looking real, real bad. He's gonna go at him again with the longsword. That's 17 against Stacy. That will hit. Hey, buddy. Okay. Well. Uh, that's three slashing damage. Okay. You do some damage to him, yet, uh, it's very ineffectual, and he is somehow still on his feet. And I would like to then use my action surge to make an additional action. Okay. And that'd be to just fucking swing at him again. (laughs) Okay, take another swing. Well, that's a three. (laughs) That is not gonna do it. Okay. Yeah, I need to roll D6 now. Why am I laughing? I rolled literally two critical fails in the exact same rules. 
Okay, I got a five, so I'm still good to go. You're still good to go. Hell yeah, brother. Bob, you are up. Go ahead and make a death saving roll. Exploding Bob. Yeah, that should be my new name. That's true. a fail. All right. I'm having the worst luck tonight, I swear to God. Next up is the Minotaur, who is going to try and attack Vertigo. Uh, That's a 13 against AC. Oh, uh, 13 does not hit. All right. He is unsuccessful, and Vertigo now can return the favor. He makes an attack. That's a 18. That hits. Nine damage. Alright, with a final blow from Vertigo, this Minotaur uh, is reduced to a pile of bones that scatter all over and uh, unfortunately mix up with Bob's bones. Oh, great. No, I don't here's the thing. Pretty sure the Minotaur had kind of more of a yellowish tint to him, so just look for the more white kind of bones. And we're probably good. But at the same time, look for bones that are about the same length as my bones on this arm, so we can make like another arm. Then I could have two arms again. So, I guess Lurga tries to gather up all of his hand bones. I would like everybody to try and make a medicine check for me. Great. Except for Bob, who's, you know, dead. Medicinally yeah. challenged. <laughs> Re-dead. Six. Twelve. Boys. I got... An 18. Okay. Lurg is able to expertly recreate his hand that was uh, destroyed with the punch. Boy, did you, like, go to medical school in life? And just Were you just, like, a dropout of medical school? <laughs> Lurg, the do- Dr. Lurg. <laughs> Dr. Lurg. Im, you are able to use the assorted bones... And build yourself an arm that is only about a foot longer than your other arm. Only? Bob. Yes. You are mostly reassembled. What am I missing? Except that one of your legs is three inches shorter than the other. Oh, great. I'm stumpy. And you have six fingers on your right hand. Well, you look just like the man. Hey, this, this is just not natural. This this arm's just like a little bit longer, and that one leg's just like a little bit shorter. So maybe if we like kind of even it all out, we can probably get you <laughs> like we, with can, two equal sized can, legs. Can, can we try to do this, normal please? Size arm. That might be a possibility. Can I do another good. medicine check wait, wait, to see if I can do it? Let's see if I can do a medicine Like, one tool pickup sticks? Okay, I did, actually, I'd like uh, Bob and Im, since you guys are trying to do the swap, you guys do the medicine check for me here. Hey, 17. Uh, that's a 10. <laughs> okay. Bob, you're able to restore your body to normalcy. <laughs> normalcy. Uh, M, you still end up with an arm that's a little bit oversized. Well, I mean, like, it's not as bad as it used to be. It's like only like a couple inches inside of a whole foot. So I'll take it. <laughs> okay. And at the far end of this room, after you've defeated this Minotaur, is another set of double doors. I swear to God, if I explode, yes. If we go through there, we end up finding Count Dracula or whatever. <laughs> what's a Dracula? What's, what? a, what's a Dracula? I don't know what a Dracula is, but Dracula is like the big baddie of the... He's like the vampire dude. Dracula. He likes sucks blood up stuff. <laughs> Alright, so are we going through the door then? <laughs> yep. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
You all push through the door to find a large circular room in the center of which is a uh, a large rough stone cut throne. Uh, However, the throne, which would be imposing under other circumstances, has been covered in uh, a multitude of soft pillows and throw blankets, and lounging on it is a... Humanoid, uh, appears to be in mid-20s, uh, wearing an oversized jersey and baggy pants. And as you walk in, they, uh, look up at you and go, Yo, what's up, dudes? How'd you get in here? Hey, listen, brother, we're just looking (laughs) for a way back to, like, our normal lives, where we're not dead. Well, we got, to answer your question, we just kind of walked in, brother. Listen, I've exploded two times today. That sounds I really hard. don't want to do that again. I need whoa, to- whoa, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's way too much, dudes. Stop. All right. Listen, are you here for my mixtape? Are, are you the manager here? Are you the manager? <laughs> the manager? No, I'm not. Listen, uh, I mean, my dad's kind of in charge here. Let me introduce my, my name's, uh. Jim Grimm. <laughs> uh, well, what, whatever. My, my, uh, my, my name's G Reap. Gee, Reap. I've been I've been launching my rap career. You guys hear about the mixtape? Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, for yeah, sure. Hey, some guy down at the pool was talking about it. I was kind of interested. We totally want to hear it. You know, awesome guys. That's sweet. Is it pretty fire? Oh, don't, it's, uh, don't it's I so, get a say? No, oh, it's shit. so fire! I just, set the stereo on fire last time I played it. The cassette player, brother, and let her rip. That's what I'm talking about, dudes. I hate. I this. mean, <laughs> my dad left me in charge for the weekend while he went to some conference or whatever. Like, ugh, so boring. I mean, like, I gotta watch this whole drafty castle, and I gotta keep track of this thing. And he points uh, up behind him, where you see the uh, scythe in question hanging on a couple of hooks behind the uh, throne that he's sitting yes. on. This is one pretty gnarly weapon. I could probably use that so my pretty good efficiency for kill people. <laughs> Just sit on a I mean, it's like whatever. Uh, it's like whatever, guys. I don't. I mean, my dad. He just he made me like. He's always so demanding. He's like, "Oh, you gotta run the underworld when I die," and I'm like, "Dad, you're immortal. You're never gonna die." You're just gonna make me follow you for the rest of eternity when I what I want to do is pursue my sick rat career. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? You say that. Listen, brother, you're your own person. Hey, um, well, you've got mixtapes, right? So you could give them to us, bring us back to life, and then we could spread your tape to the masses. Do a persuasion check for me. I'm not very persuasive, but I'll... We'd be like your fucking street team, brother! <laughs> Boys. That's a nat 20. God damn! Alright. My man. G-Reap stares at you for a solid five seconds, not saying anything. And then he goes, Holy shit, dude! How did I not think of that? What? Oh, you're blowing my mind right now! A freaking street team in the mortal world! I can't believe it! Like, what? Hang on, hang on, hang on! And he climbs up to the top of this, uh, this throne and retrieves the scythe, 
and then real quick goes over to a box, a cardboard box that's labeled mixtape, and grabs four of them and hands one to each of you. All right, guys, this is the best idea ever. All right, here we go. Everybody line up. Ready? And he winds up, and with one big swing, he hits all four of you with the scythe. And then everything goes black. And the next thing you know, you are all coughing and sneezing and digging yourselves out of a pile of rubble somewhere on the uh, the mountainside above Wolfshold. Wait, hold, hold on, honey. Oh, it's safe and sound. We still got the mixtapes, brother. We got to oh, send us out I, to the masses. I think, yeah, we, we definitely need to spread this out. This is... This this was our saving grace. We gotta go through with it. Yeah, for sure. If we don't, he so, might know and come after us. Can can we just can I just play it real quick and hear what kind of fire bars he has going? Yeah, Harrison, <laughs> can we play it real quick? Hold on, I got my portable cassette player with me. <laughs> Let me throw her in there. All right. right, M produces his portable cassette player, and you all uh, crowd around the headphones, which he turns up to max volume so you can hear it. And, um, it's okay. I mean, it's it's not like solid gold. It's not like Snoop Dogg level, but it's it's pretty cool. Yo, you know about that rapping dog, too? (laughs) Yeah, like, that's like a druid, and he actually turned himself into a dog. Now he just looks like a half dog. It was really weird. But no, that's pretty good. I, this, this is pretty fire too. I kind of like it. I still can't believe that that that, that worked. Listen, whatever, whatever, get out of there, back to kill people. Listen, you know. Listen, I gotta say, buddy, you're smarter than you look. Thanks. <laughs> and he still has the, he's somehow transformed yes. with him. Yeah. He still has the face plate and the hat and the unicorn. And just like that, our unlikely group of companions has returned to the mortal world, free to do whatever sort of mediocre uh, robbing and pillaging that they wish. Is his arm still too long? Nah, dude, everything's back to normal. Then how would we have the cassette? Everything's back to normal, that should be back to normal. Everything is back to normal. Except one of Im's arms is just slightly longer than the other, like an inch more. Yo, I'm about to go see, like, a physical therapist about this, but this ain't quite right. (laughs) Happy Halloween, everybody. It seems we have come to the end of another tale and must part ways. Until next we meet. Please enjoy your stay. 
There's a lot of grizzly ghouls lurking out to play. Danger is a creepin', but G-Reep ain't afraid. Already murdered on this beast, so you know that I'm hard to phase. Scythe is a slashin', cold steel a flashin'. That's fear on your face. I know you ain't actin'. From underworld to underground to big name attackin'.